Welcome to another edition of Not Fake News. We're going to get into it, baby. This is a podcast exposing and analyzing misinformation, disinformation, and no information. All in the news by me, Mike T. I'm your Ivy League conservative. I am a former Democrat who has come to his senses, and I'm coming to you from the great Midwest. Now, on a recent podcast, I exposed what the New York Times tried to hide on page 25, paragraph 10, in an article regarding 650 deaths at the southern border in 2021, asking why this is not a front-page story. Let me repeat the numbers of border-crossing deaths in 2021 as reported by the New York Times. And it's probably underreported. They say 650 per year, and that boils down to 54 deaths per month, 12 per week, and two deaths a day. Arizona and Texas county sheriffs bring body bags with them on routine patrols. As a former county prosecutor, I say each of these deaths is a crime that should be investigated by the Biden Justice Department. The Mexican cartel should be investigated and charged with these crimes by the United States government. Instead, the Justice Department is preoccupied with prosecuting trespassers at the Capitol on January 6th, and parents who dare to speak out against critical race theory in public schools. Of course, we know the answer why the New York Times tried to bury the story. As a purveyor of fake news, the New York Times did not want to bring attention to a growing border crisis that has been building since January 20th, 2021, when Biden took office, because there is no alternative explanation for a border surge. They can't blame Trump or any Republicans. It's all Biden. And all the radical Democrat Marxists who are entrenched in the White House and supported by Democratic lawmakers who could stop this destructive policy if they wanted to, if they had any patriotic principles. Well, last week, the Times ran a front page story about how the border crisis is causing discord at the White House. Now, let's be clear. The article was not about Joe Biden and his staff finally recognizing that the situation at the border is an unmitigated national security crisis of the highest priority that must be addressed by shutting down the border, by resuming building of the wall that Trump started and turning lawbreakers away. No, 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 not that. The article was about a border surge being a political problem for the president, who lost several White House staff members, those described as, quote, migration advocates, end quote. they, They were those who disagreed with domestic policy advisor to the president, Susan Rice, and they quit because the Biden administration open border policy apparently was not open enough for them. What? 
You mean Donald Trump wasn't the only president to have staff turnover? Apparently, these staff members felt that Susan Rice was not advocating enough for the foreign nationals who have been invading our country for over a year. Ms. Rice was opposed to the plan of vaccinating the illegals because Rice feared that vaccinating the border crossers would encourage more border crossers. But the asylum-seeking migrants didn't really need any extra incentive to take advantage of the open border policy. The three so-called New York Times reporters that collaborated to piece together accounts of discord within the White House, according to several persons who participated in meetings with Susan Rice and other White House officials. Remember, Susan Rice is the same Susan Rice who was advisor to President Obama. In, interestingly, the reporters make no mention of the so-called border czar, Vice President Kamala Harris. So here's what we learned from the three amigos from the New York Times. No less than six White House staff members left Biden in 2021 and 2022 over disagreements about border control because the White House was too restrictive on its border policy. These include five females and one male. Ms. Tyler Morgan, Biden's senior advisor for migration, she worked on immigration policy for President Obama and Harry Reid. Ms. Esther Alavaria, Susan Rice's deputy for immigration, who's described as a, quote, fierce advocate for migrants, end quote. Ms. Amy Pope, a top migration advisor in the Obama administration. Ms. Roberta Jacobson, former U.S. ambassador to Mexico. Ms. Andrea Flores, who went to Harvard undergrad, Columbia Law School, who was the regional policy director on the Hillary for America campaign. And last but not least, Mr. David Shahulian, who was an official at DHS. Now, no doubt these White House staffers were replaced with were replaced with like-minded open border migrant advocates who eventually de decided that Title 42 restrictions should be rescinded so that more foreign nationals can come across our border every day, so that 5,000 per day can expand to 18,000 per day. The second thing we learned from, the, from Mary Maggie Haberman and her colleagues at the New York Times is that the disagreements over immigration policy inside the West Wing were actually part of a healthy process leading to better immigration policy. Now, that is a classic example of fake news disinformation. Here's the quote. Quote, Several officials insisted that the frequent and often heated debates about immigration helped them reach better solutions, end quote. I'll let that statement sink in a little. What solutions? Lifting Title 42 restrictions that were targeting single males, some of whom were MS-13 gang members who had no genuine claims of asylum in the first place? And they're coming to the U.S. to serve as soldiers in the drug wars in our inner cities. 
allowing 18 to 20,000 illegals into our country per day is a better solution? Looking the other way, when Border Patrol agents fish out more dead bodies from the Rio Grande River? Simple math tells us that border crossing deaths will rise from two per day to six or seven or eight per day, giving the blessing to the cartels who will make millions per day from poor people who sell everything just to get permission from these thugs to cross the river. There's much better solutions. Lastly, the New York Times reporters wrote that Joe Biden was angry at his staff for, quote, ducking responsibility, end quote, for the border mess that he, that he, and he erupted with this question, this very pertinent question, who do I need to fire to fix this? He asked defiantly, angrily. Joe Biden asking who he should fire to fix a border crisis that he created. Isn't that special? May I suggest that Joe Biden fire himself? All Biden had to do was let the contractors finish the border wall that was paid for and keep in place Trump's successful border policies, including the Remain in Mexico policy that Biden discarded in his first week in office. That's all I have to say for now. Until next time, this is Mike T saying thanks for listening. And remember, never take for granted the blessings of liberty established for us and our children by our Constitution. Read it, learn it, defend it against our enemies, because fake news is real. It's dangerous. It's everywhere. Stay informed. Be engaged. Our republic depends on you to keep it.